Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, I wanted to do a solo show, a solo episode to speak to you about something that is so real, so important to me. I'd like to speak to you about three different things. First, real. Change together. Those are the three things. Real. Change together. So first off, I have learned in my life that change begins the second we admit there's a problem, that something's not working, but nothing changes until we get real about what's real. True or true? You can't come up with a solution if you don't know what the actual problem is, can you? Of course not. This is logical. This is reasonable to really get this. So first, we have to acknowledge there's a problem. We have to get real about what's real, even if it's painful to look at. In my own life, I've had to dig deep into the ugly parts of me, the ugly parts of my personality, the character defects, the character flaws, my insecurities, my hurts, my woundedness my childhood trauma, I had to get into what was real in order to have transformation in those areas, in order to change the way I was showing up in life, in my relationships. And I'm exhorting you, I'm strongly urging you to take a look at what's real in your life so that you can begin the process of changing the areas of your life that aren't working. Here's the big broad topic today about real. I want to give you the real deal about what's going on in the world, in the Christian world. Here's, here's what's real. The real deal is as Christians, we all worship the same God. We all believe in the Bible as God's truth. We all love our families. And we all want heaven. So my question to you is, why are we so divided? Those are the big things, the things that really matter in Christianity. So if those things we have in common, why are we constantly divided? Why do we argue over high-level theology and make each other wrong just because we worship differently? 
Like we're worshiping the same God. We believe that the Bible is, is his truth. And we have different Christian traditions, rituals, practices, ways of worshiping. And we make each other wrong about it. Why do we do this? Here's what I believe. We fight to be right. Nobody wants to admit they're wrong. It's part of the human brokenness that we all have. We fight to be right. We fight over who's the greatest. Back in the Jesus's time, the apostles even fought over who's the greatest next to Jesus. Who's going to be on his right? Who's going to be on his left? So we fight over who's the greatest. Is it the Baptist tradition? Is it the Protestant? Uh, is it the evangelical tradition? Is it the Lutherans? Is it the Catholics? Who's the greatest? That's what we fight over. We fight for our ego, but not for God. Let me say that again. We fight for our ego, but not for God. Listen, God didn't tell us to win arguments. He commanded us to win souls. God didn't tell us to win arguments amongst other believers, other children of God. He told us to win souls. He commanded it. Go make disciples. The way you make disciples is by letting God take over your life, fully surrendering your life to his so that as C.S. Lewis says, you become a little Jesus. And others see the little Jesus in you. They're attracted to him in you and they want that in their life. So it's by your witness, by the way you live your life that you attract souls to you, and then your job is to point them to him, to God. So God didn't tell us to win arguments. People do not convert to Christianity through their head, through their intellect. That justifies their conversion, but it's not the cause of their conversion. The cause of their conversion happens in the heart. So God called us to win souls, and we do that through love. And then we back it up with God's truth. The only one who wins when we're divided as Christians, as believers, as God's children, the only one who wins, I believe, is the enemy. See, when we're distracted fighting each other on the differences in our theology and the ways we worship, guess what we're not doing? We're not fighting the evil that's spreading across the planet. It's clear, it's obvious. There's evil everywhere, but we're not even attacking it. We're not dealing with what's real because we're fighting what's fake, the differences between us, the things that don't actually matter. And we're making ourselves wrong about it. I want to share a quick story that just happened to me recently. I won't go into the details just to protect the innocent. But the story is this, I was with some people who are very close to me and I want to grow closer with in relationship with them. And they have been blocking me and judging me from the sidelines, but never taking the time to actually get to know me. And I knew this was part of it, but I didn't realize the extent of this. They're from the Baptist tradition and they immediately, when we finally had a conversation, a real heart-to-heart, -heart, 
they looked at me and they said, Joseph, how do you know you're even a Christian? I mean, you Catholics all like, like I'm not, we don't want to condemn you, but we know that you Catholics, you believe in, in your works rather than just faith. As the Bible says, you worship Mary. And they, they just started to roll out these accusations, these false assumptions that Catholics somehow do all these things that was completely erroneous. It's not what the church teaches at all. And I had to sit there and like listen and take it and not take it personally, these false accusations that were being projected onto me. Well, it turns out that they've had a lot of bad experiences, maybe even traumatic experiences with Catholics, with people from the Catholic tradition and the Catholic church itself. And maybe some of it was from their childhood. And I know that one of these people grew up Catholic. They were baptized in the Catholic church and then they left because they took issue with the Catholic church. And so now they had an agenda. They had something, a bone to pick with the Catholic tradition. And here I was in front of them. So I was the target because supposedly I represented, represented the whole entire Catholic church. But they weren't looking at me and who I was. And eventually the accusations got so extreme. I was just like, whoa, hold on a second. They even said, you know, we know you do that, that whole daily holy hour thing on Facebook every single morning. And we've never heard you say Jesus, the name of Jesus on that. And I was like, what? Like, I literally read scripture. I read the New Testament on my daily holy hour. I read about Jesus. I say Jesus all the time. How could I not? It's his word. He is the word of God. But because they only were looking for making me wrong, that's the episodes that they found and attracted were the ones where I didn't mention Jesus. But they didn't bother to go and search all the ones where I did. So it was just like ridiculous evidence that they were gathering and collecting in order to make me wrong or to make my faith tradition wrong rather than looking at the commonalities and going wow here's a guy who's like standing up and courageously living the gospel putting his faith on his sleeve being a witness of god in the world and i don't say that to compliment myself i say that because god took broken me a broken Christian, a broken Catholic, a former atheist who was lost in the darkness and turned my life upside down, inside out, backwards and forwards. And now here I am sharing about what God is doing in my life and what he wants to do in yours. And I'm doing it through social media. I'm doing it on this podcast, Broken Catholic, that reaches an audience and listeners in over 50 countries across planet Earth. And here they are judging me. And then in the same conversation, admitting that they really need to do more works to show their faith. And, th and they realize they could be doing more and that they're not. And I'm thinking to myself, then why are you making me wrong for what I'm actually doing? Like I'm doing it. 
I'm taking my faith and I'm putting it into practice. And I believe when true conversion happens deep within your heart, that's a natural outpouring of your faith is to do works in the world, to bring other people, bring souls back to God. And that looks like by going out and speaking with them and communicating with them and inviting them into deeper relationship with their creator. So we have to look at what's real. Divided we fall. Divided we fall. And by the way, let me just uh, wrap up that story in a bow. We had a two and a half hour conversation and it got so confronting that we ordered alcohol <laughs> just to minimize some of the our humanity that kept showing up that was trying to divide us and the enemy was showing up trying to divide us. And eventually we wrapped up the conversation with love and acceptance of each other and with an intention to move forward in relationship with each other and to grow in love for each other and to have more conversations like that. And they allowed me finally, I had to lean in and say, listen, I get that you have issue with this, this denomination, this tradition, you've had bad experiences. I get it, but that's not me. I can't speak for whoever did whatever to you and broke your trust. I can't speak to that. I can speak to who I am the man who's sitting in front of you. May I tell you about who I am and what I believe? And they said, okay, please go ahead. And then I did. And I spoke about what God has done in my life and where I was and how broken I was. And here's what he's doing. And here's the calling he's put on my life to bring his sons back to him and his daughters will soon follow. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And they leaned back and I think they really heard me, possibly for the first time. And it was beautiful because I think then we saw the commonalities. And we saw that we had more commonalities than differences. And right there in that conversation, the enemy lost. He lost. But out in the world, he's winning. Because I truly believe divided we fall. We used to be one nation under God, and we no longer are. And look what's happening in our country all around us. We're falling into silos, into brokenness, into loneliness, because the enemy is spreading, because we're no longer united as one nation under God. And I also believe we're not, no longer united as one nation, or one church, I should say. We're no longer united as one Christian church under God. So that's what I'm standing for. So the evidence is all around us that the enemy is winning. Evil keeps spreading and attacking our children because Christians are fighting each other rather than locking arms and fighting the enemy. Sadly, I believe that we protect our egos more than we protect our children. This is why our children are growing up in a society where they feel alone. We're 50%, almost approximately 50% of dads are leaving their families and walking away from their God-giving duties and responsibilities as men, as fathers, as protectors, to be the spiritual leaders in their homes. 
and they're walking away as cowards with their heads hung low, chasing self, chasing ego, forgetting that they are sons of God the Father. They're forgetting who they are. Men, rise up, men. Take back your identity as son of God the Father. That's what it means to be a Christian. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it hurts sometimes. Yes, you will bleed. That's what Jesus did for you. It means taking up your cross daily and following him. Taking the arrows in the back. Learning to love rejection. Change. I believe that one big idea can change everything. Martin Luther King Jr. had a big idea that changed everything. Mohatma Gandhi had a big idea that changed everything. Mother Teresa had a big idea that changed everything. Here's my big idea. Unify Christians everywhere. One church, one Christian church under God. It's time to reunite. It's time to end the divisiveness that keeps us all separate and alone. Together. Change is not a solo sport. Faith is not a solo sport. Christianity is not a solo sport. I'm Joseph Warren, and I'm on a mission to unify Christians everywhere because I believe that together, Christians win. Together, we win. Together, when we unite, the enemy and evil loses. And we put God back at the center of our church, of our nation, and of our lives and of our families. One Christian church under God. Thank you for sharing in this conversation with me. That's something I really truly felt on my heart needed to be said, needed to be spoken. Feel free to go to josephwarren.net and comment, share a comment with me, share a question. Share your opinion. I want to know what you think about what I just said on this episode. Do you agree with it? Is there something you'd like to add to it that maybe I missed? Go check it out. Go to josephwarren.net. On a separate topic, I'll wrap up with this. You may not know this, but I offer spiritual coaching to Christian business owners who are winning in business, but losing in life. Their lives look good on the outside, but on the inside, they're suffering. They feel dissatisfied and often ask themselves, is this all there is? They live lives of quiet desperation. But after working with me, my clients experience inner peace. They let go of all their stress, worries, and anxieties. And they experience real connection with God 
and with others, which frees them up to live a life that's fully alive. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want in your life right now and to see if we want to work together in a coaching relationship. If that resonates with you, visit josephwarren.net to learn more. That's josephwarren.net to learn more about spiritual coaching and how I may be able to help you get what you want in your life right now. Have a blessed day. God love you. I'll see you next week. Cheers. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.